Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jonathan and G. Bush in for Ken and Anthony. Ken sick today, hopefully back tomorrow. Lima on paternity leave. All right, we're talking about Peter King's comments with Afternoon Drive yesterday, and it's it's fascinating because I, I think his offseason questions kind of boil into a bigger picture question as far as the offense is concerned and really how they how they piece this whole thing together. And we, we talked about Nick Chubb where Peter King just kind of he kind of threw it in there. The idea of like, ah, you might have a running back conversation. Yeah, maybe we do have a running back conversation. I know what Andrew Berry said. We were all there. We heard the press conferences. We all, we all paid attention. He was very adamant that Nick Chubb is going nowhere. But with each passing day, and you kind of look around and you're like, maybe Deshaun does need more help from a wide receiver perspective. And if uh, someone like Mike Evans is on the market – Maybe it ends up financially costing us a Jack Conklin and a Nick Chubb, but Mike Evans might be the difference between uh, the Browns being a contender and not being a contender. Operation Stockpile before Let's we get teased to it. it. Yeah, so you said Operation Stockpile is what you're calling this one. Yes. Um, so, first of all, let's start off with— In honor of having military in the room. Yes. The, you know, every great uh, military general has some sort of offensive where they they have a great plan. Whether I, I would, oh, and I'm going to need to confirm everything well, he says been, here. It's been called in Cleveland. <laughs> I believe Sashi Brown called it a war chest. Oh, the war chest. That's right. The war chest. <laughs> and then and then you in the hood, you just start throwing extra syllables. It's called war chest. <laughs> I put that on my stakes sometimes. <laughs> Better than people think. <laughs> nah, you, he Peter King hit on something. And the premise of it comes from this. There has been, I believe, a bill of goods sold to the community and fan base that all you need is a franchise quarterback, and that's it. And once you get a franchise quarterback, everything magically changes. You can, uh, you know, you can have a, a pumpkin that turns into a stagecoach. Are we calling this the Patrick Mahomes effect, maybe? Yes, indeed. You know where we're going with it. Uh, Operation Stockpile turns into the Patrick Mahomes effect? Yes. The, the Patrick Mahomes effect actually is something that makes you also believe, like, hey, all we got to do is have one of them. First and foremost, there is no other Patrick Mahomes. That's it. A unicorn. One jo- of one. Josh Allen? No. Pa- Burrow? No. Herbert? No. Like, you keep trying to sneak them in there. The, the, the gap between those quarterbacks is the gap, the wealth gap in, in minority communities. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, the, it's, it's, the, it's the difference between having everything and having nothing. You don't have a quarterback like Mahomes. So what you have to do is you have to overdo it. You not only have to have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, you got to have receivers, not just one, two. You can't get rid of Nick Chubb because you still need him too because you don't know what Deshaun Watson will be or won't be. 
I can't trust that. That's the same reason Operation Stockpile involves bringing back Joe Flacco. Okay, so I think I got Operation Stockpile figured out. So it's just stockpiling assets. Is that what we're doing here? Are we just are we just getting as many things as we possibly can on the offensive side of the ball? And I'm not against Operation Stockpile. Yes. I'm just trying to make sense of Operation Stockpile. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. It, it is. Okay. Now, at the cost of the defense, or what is this at the cost of? Because remember the seesaw. You got to give up one. You got to get one, right? You got to. This, this all balances out. There's a checks and balances here. Even though a lot of Browns fans have not recognized, one of the advantages we have over other teams is we have an owner that actually wants to win and is willing to spend the money to do so. Browns spent more money in the salary cap last year than any other team in the NFL. So you may, um, you know, you talk to Zach Jackson or, or Jason Lloyd, and they they are uh there are like stockbrokers that you know they foretell the doomsday scenario in which you've kicked the can down the road so much that you get in a position where the cap hits for each, say a Mike Evans or a Baker Mayfield it doesn't matter if they sign those guys they still have hits of 14 or 15 million dollars mm-hmm. onto your cap because you're paying them now you you you're restructuring their contracts now i'm going to tell you operation stockpile up front it's going to be hell to pay in about 3 years but the bill's I, coming at some point. Yes, three, that bill is coming. You can kick the can down the road as often as you want, but the bill is coming at some point. But I'm telling you, you got two years. I okay. feel you got this year. Two-year year. window, and if Deshaun Watson works because you put everything towards the offensive side of the ball, those are the good problems, Marlo Stanfield. They're very good problems. Right, then we'll worry about that when we get there. And if you don't, guess what? Who cares? Because you, you've already paid him roughly See, the hard years. part about that, though, is that I, I feel like the Browns would be – you'd be building up the the goodwill, and you'd be you'd be trending towards something good, and then right when you're trending towards something good, you get the rug pulled out from underneath you. I almost feel like you'd have a scenario where – I always say you got to crawl to walk to run, right? And you got to build this up. So uh, this year you're in the postseason. Next year you get a playoff win. Two years from now you're playing in the AFC title game. Right when we're peaking, it'd be like the Ravens of this year mm-hmm. getting to the AFC title game. They won 13 games. Like there, this is the peak of Baltimore with the Lamar Jackson era as of right now. Mm-hmm. And then be like, all right, sorry, we can't afford all these other guys. Let, let me sorry, OBJ, you're knocked out. Uh, all these other players yeah. that you, you brought in, Nelson Aguilar, those type of guys. Yeah, like, the, you, you, you can't sign one of your better At least they ends. drafted Zay Flowers. But like all the, all the moves they made defensively, great point. All the moves they made defensively, like, sorry, Roquan Smith, we can't afford to pay you anymore. The, and, and, and this is a consequence of the Browns not hitting on receivers. Yeah, you got to be able to draft in this league. <laughs> uh, we, we talk about why the Chiefs are so good. Uh, we talk about Mahomes and the Mahomes effect, but really the reality is they drafted so well defensively. Up and down that defense, there's just so many good defensive players that were taken in the previous couple years. And as a gambler, I'll, I'll give you this scenario as as we do have a caller coming up. Hey, but I'll say this. It's, it's not just any caller. <laughs> Nicholas Is Wilson, this right? Is this accurate? Is this he was he's up and at him. Nicholas Wilson is ready to go. <laughs> I loved how Mitch spelled his name. That was funny to me. Nick, what's up, buddy? How you doing today? Gentlemen, it's good to be joined. It's good to join you, rather. That's not how this works. Anyways, it's great to be here. I'm feeling great. You guys are sounding great. But I, I, I need it on the record. The NFL salary cap is a lie. And you guys are playing into it by, well, if it costs you Nick Chubb and Jack Conklin, would you like Mike Evans? I am going bonkers in my car. I've got to go take care of my children. And I'm sitting here listening to Operation War Chest or whatever. And by the way, <laughs> Stockpile. Stockpile. the heart of Operation Stockpile is the fact that the salary cap is a lie. But at some point, the bill does come due. Yeah, when? 
Wentz, the Saints have been having a bill due for 10 years. And every year they're like, oh, let's just write this uh, write this piece of paper down here and we're going to wipe this all away. So I, I reject your premise, even though I respect you immensely and love your takes. I, you listen, I, listen. First, that was Peterlin. I, I never really whoa, said. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean that was me? I, I never. I you never, put two years on it. I, I, we played I, with your hypothetical. I, you threw Conklin in there. I listen. Well, I mean, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up in this show. I, mean, I am not giving up go. Nicholas Chubb. That, that happened this fast. Is, this is the Nick Wilson guarantee. If you give me an opening, I will turn you against each other. But let's <laughs> let's get back to the basics here. Uh, the only reason Nick Chubb will not be in Cleveland next year, if he's not, is because the Browns decide they don't want him in, in Cleveland. Right. It will have nothing to do with how much money he wants. And I just uh, – you can do you can do this with anybody else. You want to do it with Jack Conklin? Uh, Jack Conklin, is he worth Mike Evans? You want to do anybody on the defense? Is he worth Mike Evans? I, Nicholas Jamal Chubb, if, if Nick wants to be here, he should be here next year no matter what. And that's my that. moment to pander. Loved it. Nick Loved Wilson it. on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate you, ma'am. Bye, guys. Love you. I right, love you too. Okay. Now, now, here's the here, here's the here's here's the gamblers uh, fallacy. Yeah, here's the so you know you know the gambler and me had that one figured out easily. Yeah, so uh, wait, now, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about. It. He says he says it's not. He says it's it's basically what you should be doing is just acquiring as many assets as you can uh, because the the bill never comes due. Is basically what he's telling you. I, I think he's saying, um, if if I can get into my... He said the salary cap, and I'm paraphrasing here, I'm putting my own words into this, but he basically called it as real as Narnia. Uh, so, I, I and I don't believe that the national debt is a thing either. Okay, that's fine. I, I think, I think, and that's apples to apples. Like, people are around, oh my gosh! But it's some... Okay, I get what he's saying. It's kind of like the... It's the salary cap version of Wes Need saying, F those picks. But at some point, it really does come due. You can't... There, even if it's $250 million, at some point, I know you can restructure and do all these things, at some point it does come due. And you can't just say, look at what happened with the Saints, because look at what happened with the Saints. The Saints weren't competitive this last year. The Saints had a boatload of talent, and they still weren't competitive this year. Saints, they couldn't go out and acquire a quarterback the way that they wanted to. They had to, they had to settle for a mediocre off-ran QB because they couldn't afford the big dog QB. I mean, there, like, there are ramifications to this, and you do have to pay attention to it. And, and when it comes to the Browns, if you're going offense, that's fine, but it's going to come at the cost of a defense. And we can talk about whether that's fair or unfair and what they should be doing, but that's the reality of it. What what are we are we spot? What is the fan? I want to make sure I, I do this this analogy good. Yeah, um, it's a radio. Station? I think I can. like it, what who what yes, what, sp- what sports book? Um, or do are all we of them? Oh no no no! I so we every, every one of them. Okay, say so, say random sports book in this analogy that yes, you use. There we go. Ran- I personally don't have a sports book sponsorship, so I'm not beholden to anybody. Okay. Just so we know. So random sports book, right. you got it on your app. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a newcomer to it, but I will say this, uh, shout out to my wife. Stop blocking my account. Are you, oh, you're way. playing now. Oh, playing. I, I'm over here looking at, uh, Cal what, State What are Fullerton. we talking about stock markets in between the breaks? We gotta, we gotta be talking about so, some picks tonight. So, so these, so the picks, right? So I'm a big fan of parlays, right? Well, that's a, that's sucker bets. You don't want to do parlays. See, see, so here's the thing. So if I'm, if I'm in the sucker bets, right? It's like playing slot machines. If I'm in the sucker bets. And I'm gonna pay five dollars, and I'm gonna put twenty. I'm I'm a twenty leg or better guy, right? That's I just the want worst 20. thing you could have told me. So, so okay, so you just don't so, like winning in sports so, betting, okay? So here, so I'm so how, but here's how they get you. Got it. Yeah. If you go put five dollars down, and you look at the odds, you're like, well, listen, if I put twenty five down, 
that little winning jump up from this little hundred to this is in the thousands. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put 25 down on this sucker bet because if I'm losing my money anyway, I might as well go all the way in. I might as and you, well. I get what you're saying. You're telling the Browns to go all the way in. No, what I'm telling you is. No, it, did I miss that? I, I, it's, it's worse than that. It's, it's I'm telling you that you only have two years. That's it. Like, you don't have... Okay, so you don't buy into the premise that Nick is trying to sell you then. If you're saying you only have two years, what Nick is saying is that you have this, it's an imaginary bill that never actually comes. No, no. You can you can kick the can down the road until there's no more can left to be kicked. That's what Nick is trying to tell you. You're saying, I got two years. You see where the cross is? Yes. You're it, acknowledging the fact that although it, it, it you got to do some funny math in order to get there, at some point you do actually have to pay that bill. Nick is saying the bill never comes. And and the, my distinction is... That's where the difference is. The distinction is, I, I'm saying two years because I'm looking at other factors like age. Like, okay, you've, you've, you've hung your hat on the fact that you got Teller and Batonio. Age is an interesting part of the equation, right? Because Miles Garrett's getting older, Deshaun Watson's getting older, all Mark these guys. Cooper's old. They, they, remember, they built this team to thrive when Baker Mayfield is hitting the age that Baker Mayfield is right now. There you, there you go. That, that's, that, that's how, honestly, the, the construction of this team was built for that. 216474-0092. Would getting rid of Nick Chubb be a referendum on the Browns? We'll continue on with this also. What did Peter King say about the stadium as well? We got uh, two-second trivia coming your way at 745, so get ready for that. We have all sorts of things in the 8 o'clock hour, and then our buddy Chris Fedor in the 9 o'clock hour as well. It's John of the Beetle and Garrett Bush with you guys in for Ken and Anthony right here on The Fan. Twitter reaction is brought to you by Shopping Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Hutz on Twitter says, I don't understand. If he's a franchise quarterback, why can't he make the wide receivers good like others have? Why is there always this excuse that he needs more wide receivers or more weapons? Bacon of War Gaming says, if the Browns cut Chubb instead of letting him go on his own terms, I will seriously be done with this team. And, and that's your sentiment, right? That's yes. Operation Stockpile. Just to, uh, acquire He's, and uh, get as many things as you possibly can to help out the offense. Uh, well, that that's, a, once again, uh, that is a fallacy. Like, what, what, do, what, what do you, you don't get extra credit. For saying our quarterback did it all by himself. This is not potty training. Right. Patrick Mahomes doesn't get two <laughs> rings this year instead of one. No, like because he carried everybody. Like you, you have to assess what you got. And if you believe that you do have a franchise quarterback, the question is, all right, you got a franchise quarterback, but look at this all-time great gauntlet. Let me just let you guys know: mm-hmm. if you ever want to get to the Super Bowl. You got to play three out of the four. You're going to see Lamar Jackson. Well, just go through the one that the Chiefs just went through this year, right? Right. They went through uh, Tua, which they had a very fortunate setting that it was at Arrowhead and it was negative degrees and Tua just can't play in the cold. That is. Then they went to Josh Allen and then they went to Lamar Jackson. That's insane to finish it off against a 49ers team. That's the NFC. We won't worry about the NFC. But like the three road that they went through, the the three playoff teams they went through, that's why the defense, it never made sense to me that they never got as much credit as they should have. That defense shut down in order Tua, Josh Allen, and then Lamar. And even even if you look at the Dolphins, they have two of the best receivers in the league. Yeah. And they don't win. And the Philadelphia Eagles have two of the best receivers in the league, and they don't win. And guess what? The San Francisco 49ers have McCaffrey, 
<laughs> they have Debo. They got Ayuk. They they got George Kittle. And they still don't win. So for the guy who's saying, why can't he just make other people better? If you're looking around the league, there's a lot of teams with more talent on offense and into the spectrum that still don't win. But you think somehow you've talked yourself in to, to Deshaun Watson riding in on a magic carpet and beating three out of the best four quarterbacks in the league. I think, but I think Mahomes has broke a lot of people in that respect. I, I think Mahomes has, has let a lot of people believe that these quarterbacks can do way more than they can. I, I, these, I agree These with quarterbacks that. can just put the, the they can put the world on their their atlas. They can put the world on their shoulders and all of a sudden make everyone else better around him. And I just don't think it's true. I think Mahomes is one of one, and he has that ability. It, I, I don't even think we can talk about other guys. Josh Allen doesn't no. make Stephon Diggs great. No. Stephon Diggs was great in Minnesota before him. He puts a. In fact, he had a. Bad year by all accounts for himself this last year. And I'm, I, I was thinking earlier today, I'm like, what happens if Gabe Davis ends up in Kansas City? Like, is he all of a sudden going to have a breakout year? Probably. <laughs> right. He probably couldn't do it with Josh Allen, <laughs> but can do it with Patrick Mahomes. Because that's uh, there's just one of one there. I mean, And you- it's just different. I, I, think, I think the idea that Watson can take any wide receiver and make him great doesn't it's, exist. It's great. It doesn't and, exist. And we great. And we got to stop believing that it can be a thing. And before the season. Mark Cooper was always great. That, Bush. He was always good. He had four and be, different quarterbacks. He was always great. And before the season, it was G. Bush, Peterlin. We, we have DPJ. <laughs> just because you gave a man a nickname. Traded for a song to Detroit. And, and, and then a did, song. Did not sniff the field. We, DPJ, we don't need DeAndre Hopkins. We have, we have uh, Anthony Bell. Yeah, you remember those wars. I kept telling everyone. I, well, I, there was a couple things attached to DeAndre Hopkins. He ended up having a really nice year, all things considered. There was a couple things attached to DeAndre Hopkins. But the idea that you could enter last year with that receiving core and think that was good enough, it, it's just not true. Now, I, I do understand. I, I get, Although some people think that the salary cap is a limitless supply <laughs> and you can just do whatever you want with it. I, I, the retort I would give back to them on that is, if that was so easy, why aren't why aren't the Chiefs just throwing money at Tyreek Hill when they had the opportunity to? Why aren't the Chiefs throwing money at a bunch of wide receivers? Is it because think, they think they can get away with it? Yeah. Or is it because I, I there think, actually is a, a bill that comes due, and when you pay a quarterback 50-plus million dollars, you got to treat these things a little bit differently? It was wink, wink, not, not, listen, we need you to do more. Like, we're not going to be able to pay him like that, but look. Oh, he's the guy He's the guy at the company that got the big raise, the corner office, and treated very, very nicely, but it's like, hey, because we paid you three times your salary, we're going to have to go ahead and let some people go. We need you to pick up the slack. And the, That's exactly what happened. And the stock price rose 20%. Yeah, because that, that guy was worth it. It was worth it. The, the sad reality is he was, he was doing the production of 10 people. <laughs> and so, you know, for me, I, I look at it like, okay, yeah, like you, you theoretically might be able to get out of uh, a Deshaun Watson's deal in, what, two, three years, maybe, possibly – but here's the thing. By that time, all your best players are old anyway. So you got to restock and you got to draft better. But my thing is this, man. You you lost to C.J. Stroud. Don't act like Trevor Lawrence didn't go to the playoffs. Don't act like Justin Herbert's not going to be good with Harbaugh. And Aaron Rodgers didn't play last year. And by the way, you got away with beating Burrow, right? So many good quarterbacks. So many good ones. And you just want to prove to yourself that Deshaun, the Deshaun Watson was worth it. So let's not give him anything and see if he could prove that he's a nah that ain't the way it worked bro <laughs> you gonna get smoked it's just it's it's the whole the whole thing is wild to me and I do think there is I think there's a if you if you do for one side then you got to think about the other side I'm talking offensively versus defensively there right and you can't 
you, you, you can't just throw as much money as you want at the problem. Like the bill does come due, and if that if it wasn't the case, then we would have a bidding war right now for Mike Evans for, for how high? I mean, he's going to make twenty five million dollars, I would imagine, but how high is it going to go? I'll, well, we'll talk to Scott Reynolds at the Pewter Report later on, but if that was the case, if, you, if money really didn't matter, then they would just throw $50 million at Mike Evans and call it a day. But it's not reality. I, I do think that Haslam has shown that he's willing to negotiate, renegotiate these deals and pay people cash I think, up front. I think Haslam is the best kept secret around this Browns team that nobody wants to acknowledge. We spent, like, I, listen, I want to give Andrew Barry a bunch of credit, and I consistently do give Andrew Barry a bunch of credit. But, it, G. Bush, if I told you you could spend more money than anybody in the NFL, which is what the Browns did last year, while also doing it where you basically paid your quarterback a fraction of the cost of what you're supposed to because of these kicking-the-can-down-the-road conversations we're having. And- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. the restructuring and everything, you'd be like, well, yeah, you should be a playoff team. You should win a lot of games if that's the reality that you have and you live in. And because of Haslam, we do live in that reality. He's given you a blank check. He's, he's ne- he hasn't said no to anything because he wants to make this work so badly. And I know so many people don't like him for X amount of reasons, but as an owner in the NFL, when it comes to the financials, he has given you the longest leash of any owner we have in the NFL. And, 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 as, and as long as he keep opening that checkbook up, I don't got a problem with him being like, hey, this offense got to So all I ask out of you, open up the checkbook, don't be stingy about it. And I know it's a capped league, so you can only go so far, but he pushed the limits of what you can do last year. And he continuously pushes the limit. Always and, does. And that is why I don't have a problem with these Ivy League guys, right? You're smarter, you're finance guys, you know numbers better than every, anybody else. Find the money. Please just find it. That's what I tell my wife when I really want find, shoes. Find the money. Like, if I work three or four I jobs. Saw, I saw the shoe collection right, you're building over yeah, there. Now. I am. She's, she's finally coming around. She got you the nice cases for yeah, the shoes, yeah, too. So I shout saw out that. To her. That was she, pretty cool. She was really cool. You hey, had it all find, stacked up and everything. Find the money. Find that bread. How do you always find the money? Yeah, you guys, you, you can always do it. Restructure That's, some things. <laughs> you can't just restructure, just restructure that, your life. Restructure, <laughs> that, that, restructure that phone bill. Ain't that life bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got to do some, something with that second line or something. Find that bread. <laughs> uh, Peter King, more on Afternoon Drive yesterday. So we hadn't talked about this yet. I'm curious your thoughts. Uh, he, he mentioned the, the dome in Cleveland, and I, I, it, it went a turn I didn't think it was going to go. I have no idea how deep Jimmy Haslam and D. Haslam's pockets are, but I would hope sincerely that weather football games stay in Cleveland for the rest of our lives. 
Now, we had our buddy Nick Wilson on earlier. Uh, he called in in the, the first segment of the hour here. You can obviously rewind, go back and listen to that. <laughs> I, I listened to Nick respond to this after Peter had hung up. They came back from the, ne- the next segment, and he went in this big, uh, long thing. And I think Nick nailed it. I think Nick's 100% right. I think Peter. I think people like Peter King, they don't have to live with the cold weather, so it doesn't bother them to be like, oh, hey, nostalgic, great, old, a classic football I love when they play in the cold. It's like me watching on my TV set. I'm like, I don't care that it's negative 10 degrees and two is trying to throw a football. He's paid millions of dollars to be able to throw the football when you take on the Chiefs in the postseason. It's easy for me. It's easy for other people like that. But we're the ones that actually have to go to the games. We're the ones that have to, to live in the elements. Like Peter King can write about it in his column of, of a, a football days gone spent and, 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 and how it used to be. But the reality is, is in 2024, we have air conditioning we have these. Uh, we have the amenities you can. It's not 1950. Let's figure this out. It's it's like one of your buddies. He was the first one to get married. You're like, ah, oh, stay out all night. All right, what are you doing, man? Like, let's go. We're gonna we're gonna get it going. We're gonna get it going. And he's looking at you like, guys, it's easier said than done. You don't just get it going when you get married. You'll find out soon enough. Like there are limits. There are things that are unwritten where you just can't say, "I fell asleep at my buddy's house." What? What? <laughs> like, you got a lot of questions if you fell asleep like, at your buddy's like, house. That's unacceptable. You, yeah. you are you having sleepovers with your buddy now? You you're just so tired that you couldn't come home. That don't work. <laughs> couldn't answer your phone either. Like, like for real, it was dead. Oh, for real, you ain't, uh-huh. everybody yeah. got an iPhone charger now. <laughs> Stop playing with me. <laughs> so yeah, of course, like people run around trying to say, "Oh, we went to Cleveland." Browns to have it's been such a great home field advantage for us, right? <laughs> like, like yeah. we've 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 won so many playoff games. We just we just because it's cold. Consummate winning team over here. Yeah. <laughs> no, stop. We need we need commerce. Now, if, if we had done the research on it, they'd actually figured out that the Browns, for whatever reason, historically were better in cold weather games, <laughs> and there was something to that. Then fine. We, we, we sign up for it. But we have no evidence to suggest that. We, and, and we, we probably won't have any evidence because Drafting a bunch of kids from LSU and then tell me how the weather's <laughs> an advantage. Okay, great. Patrick Mahomes is still in his 20s, and we might never see home field advantage. We'd be an arrowhead every year. And now I do think there is something to the idea. And I don't know. Hell, maybe we'll play with this with Deshaun Watson. You know, we talked about Tua like seven times throughout the show already and the fact that in that, in that playoff game, Tua was cooked. Because Tua can't deal with the cold weather. At all. Now, Deshaun played in a dome in Houston. But we know, you know, Deshaun Watson played at Clemson. He's like, he's, yeah, that's a warm weather player right there. Grew up in Georgia. There's a lot of arguments for the idea that, uh, and now, again, Patrick Mahomes played at Texas Tech. Patrick Mahomes is a Texas kid. He's done perfectly fine in the cold weather. You can find a lot of examples of people that have done it in the cold weather. But there's a lot more examples of guys like Jared Goff that goes to Soldier Field and tries to take on the Bears and because it's 40 degrees, absolutely bleeps the bed. I, I, I don't know. Do we have to consider Deshaun in, in the idea of whether or not we have a dome or not? Uh, Yeah. Like, you kind of do, but it's not like a this or that. Like, no I mean, one, the stadium wouldn't get built till 2028 or so. So you'd be playing with the idea that Deshaun got it turned around correctly and then also got an extension based off the play in the previous couple years. Maybe that's a bit much. And and you can, it's not like you can't just be like, yeah, two is coming in town. We want to open – we're going to open this roof up for this game. Oh, I would totally do that. Like, you still have that option, don't you? It's not oh, like – Oh, you do. It's, it's retractable. Well, okay, so that's the problem. It's, it's likely not retractable unless you want to spend about a billion dollars more. Why can't you? I know, I know, I know. I'm with you as well. A lot of, it's weird to me. I, 
I, I'm going based off of the conversation I heard Daryl have yesterday. Daryl says a retractable dome is not in the photo and not in the plans at all. If they, if they were to go dome route, he says retractable isn't. I look at us as having one of the wealthiest owners in the NFL and a guy that is a he's a showman in a lot of ways. I feel like it wouldn't be completely out of the equation because of the investment attached to what Jimmy Haslam has already done and made into Cleveland, but I, who, who, it's not my money. Who, I don't know. Who buys a Mercedes Benz with cloth seats? Yeah, I know. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> well, but I, it's, if, if, if the difference is a billion dollars with a B, I mean, I, I look, I look at, it, I, I get I, it. Retractable roof is nice. I, I don't. But I, I also look understand at it, the other side of it. That the Haslam's are both of them are sixty nine years old. They'll be seventy coming up here in the year. Mike, I've always said this: when you are 69, 70 years old in the life expectancy in in the United States and developing countries is seventy seven, seventy eight. Like, I don't got no time to be wasting. Who cares? Like, at the end of the day, like, you can't take none of that with you. Like, you get it, you got to get it done now. And why would you worry about, oh, this cost me roughly 500 more million? You just threw uh, that amount on a Milwaukee box just because you were bored. <laughs> just because just, just you could. Just because you could. So, like, why would that be – why would that hamper you? Well, we got to find out. Is he like Jerry Jones where he wants to create his own version of Jerry World? Uh, is his ego is his ego so large he's going to create Jimmy World and he's going to want to he's going to want to make it everything he's ever dreamed of and then some and this be the one time he goes big or will he go cheaper on it just put the regular dome and then just kind of go from there. Um, but I like that we're at least we're me and you have not even entertained the idea that it would be anything but a dome and I like that. Yeah, I, I, all the rest of the stuff I can't do that. If you build it and you build something that isn't a dome, I, listen, <laughs> I understand if they want to renovate Cleveland Brown Stadium. Which, if you were to make me choose what I think is going to actually happen, that would be the leader in the clubhouse for me. Not what I want to have happen, but what I think will have happen is they'll just renovate. They'll try to put lipstick on the pig that's already sitting there. Well, that's a I one. think that's what's going to happen. But if you actually build something new, you go to Brook Park and build something new. You might as well go all the way in. Might as well go in. Like, look, look, I told people, yeah. people like, I told you before coming in, I said, I'm going to do something in my backyard. And then there's all kind of grandeur thoughts from my mom and my wife about what it's going to look like. But they have a point. All that all that stuff like, yeah, this is a starter house. And I was like, uh, no, this is a starter lie. I'm pretty nice. I, I'm 40. This, <laughs> this is what it's going to be. And, I mean, there's no starter house at 40. Ain't no starter house in the middle of your 40s. Stop playing. You better put a deck and a basement and a chandelier if I'm you want it. Man came out, forget <laughs> hey, hey, well, I'm not going nowhere. I, what you talking about? Like, <laughs> you got plans? I don't got no plans. That's a lie. All right, leave that there. We come on back. Uh, it's time for two-second trivia. We're going to get to two-second trivia. Sports Radio 92.3 The Fan, we're looking for a winner. The fourth caller, 216-343-0923, is going to get a chance to play two-second trivia for a chance to win a four-pack of Mr. Hero Combo Meals. We'll do that when we come on back. It's Jonathan Peter and Garrett Bush with you guys right here on The Fan. You have two seconds and only two seconds to win. This is Two Second Trivia. All right, back out of here on The Fan. It's John of the Bidwin, Garrett Bush. We're getting you guys ready. You're not doing it right. Ken starts it with, it's time. And he does all the Ken (laughs) He does like a game show host? Yeah, you got to do all that stuff. It's time for Two Second Trivia. And this would be the part where if I had crowd noise, they would all cheer. But we don't have it. I kind of like that vibe. We're getting it. Yeah. Don't worry. G. Bush. It sounds like leisure suits and prices right. 
Yes. The combo. They matched together. This was from the royalty-free library. <laughs> and I think it says in the theme of matched or in the theme of uh, Price is Right. That royalty-free boy. All right. You guys know the rules to two-second trivia. You get two seconds. You got to answer two questions, right? Two questions. All right. 216474092 if you want to play. We're going for one winner. If we get one winner, then we're done. If we don't, we'll continue on. Jim and Perry going to lead us off here on two-second trivia. Jim, welcome to the show. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Jim. Morning. All right, your first question. What is the name of the operation that Garrett has for the Browns this offseason? Oh, damn it. I don't know. Nah. <laughs> Hurts. 216474092 if you want to play two-second trivia. John in Walton Hills. Hello, John. How's it going this morning? Gentlemen, good morning. What's up? John, how many games have the Cavs won since January 1st? Four, five. (laughs) (laughs) Not only is that wrong. That's incredibly wrong. That is laughably wrong. Ah. You're not getting Mr. Hero if you don't get these questions. 216474092 if you want to play two-second trivia. Do I need to go easier? I feel like the first two were pretty hard for me. Oh, well, the first one pretty was pretty hard questions, yeah. First one was pretty easy if you've just been paying attention to the show at all. That's what I liked about the first one. You could literally go, my name is Jonathan Peerlin. I'm filling in. Who am I filling in for? <laughs> they, they might get that one wrong. <laughs> they might. Uh, Patrick in Cleveland. Hello, Patrick. You ready to play two-second trivia? What's up, man? All right, let's get it. What is the name of the Guardian's manager? Steven Boat. What right, is Sam down. Merrill's nickname on this show? Uh, oh. It is not. Did he say Sam Merrill? He said Sam the man. <laughs> oh, Sam the it man. It is not Sam the man. I didn't know that. That's not a bad, that's not accurate. That's why you didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's not a thing. Two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. Uh No, and I'm not going to give the answer either because I might use it for somebody else. Will in Erie. On two second trivia. Hello, Will. How's it going today? How many Cy Young Awards did recently retired Corey Kluber win? Two. He got it, yeah. Okay. He got it right, right? Yeah. Okay. He's got that eerie, uh, eerie connection right now. I'm going to make this one. Okay. Who leads the NBA in points per game with 35.3? <laughs> I didn't hear him. Did he give a guess or no? He did not. It was late, and it was unhearable. It was not accurate. Shot clock went off, bro. Nobody wants this, Mr. Hero. Okay. 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 And that is two-second trivia. Pause. Can't ask, you can't ask somebody you want that Mr. Hero? <laughs> hey, just say that. No. You just gotta Sad say. By that. I just, you know, would you like a would you like a submarine sandwich? That's what you would you say. like. A, it's a Roman burger. Come on, <laughs> we we all know what it is. <laughs> you, you want that? Roman. Now, how was that relative to other displays of two second trivia? I felt like that was. I maybe I I thought the questions were great. Uh, oh, I did too. I thought. Well, you came up best. with them. That's oh, why. Okay. That's why. That's why I thought they were great. Were, were they too? Were they, were they, did I pick the hard we ones? Might have went too hard. I think I might have went too hard. I should have we given went easier too fast. questions. You got to do more theater too. It's yeah. okay. All right. You're learning. You're that's on the all. fly. That's all. You know, I always did think that a uh, being a game show host would have been a lot of fun. Oh yeah, back yeah, I, I do too. Like you know, I could do. Listen, I could do that Steve Harvey thing. 
You, you let me get that off, man. Wait, the one where you get too much going on on your plate and then you alienate the people that helped you? Woo! Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I, I, I thought see, he was. I thought we didn't come at Steve like that. See you later. <laughs> I thought. I thought he was part of the Untouchables. No, hey man, listen, man. Hey, you've been on them black people emails. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You on the chain emails? <laughs> Wait, are we? Are we? Deny that. Are we against Steve Harvey now? You, you know, some people would say Steve a little corporate. He be. He. Some would call him a simp a little bit too. Don't be simping. Okay. All right. Can't be doing that. Steve. Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, some different people yesterday suggesting that uh, Russell Wilson could end up with the Steelers. Before we get to the Russell Wilson side of this, do you think Justin Fields to Pittsburgh still in play? Based off of what you've seen in the previous, I don't know, 24, 48 hours, where now you have Justin Fields unfollowing the Bears. He is following a lot of Atlanta Falcons, oddly enough. He started following, like, uh, I think it was like Kyle Pitts and a couple of the other players, Drake London, guys mm-hmm. like that. Do you feel like Justin Fields of the Steelers is off the table? A little bit. Okay. Um, I, I think, um, once again, he's another Georgia guy. Um, he, uh, he, he, I think he would be better in a dome. And uh, I think the fan base would love his play style. Um, Pittsburgh is a little more... Play actionly, just run the ball, Minimoski offense. Like, it just didn't seem right. Now, Russell Wilson, that sounds like a Pittsburgh move. Does it sound right? So, Chad Johnson was on the, he was on a podcast with Shannon Sharp yesterday, and he believes Russell Wilson's next NFL stop is going to be with the Steelers. Now, I don't know that we're taking Chad Johnson at his word or anything like that. It just, but it's all, it's all what you would think. I, I initially had thought Justin Fields was the answer for Pittsburgh. Watching what's happened over the previous 24, 48 hours, kind of figuring out the vibe of everything, too. You know, Tom would have spoke really, really strongly in behalf of Justin Fields, but Justin Fields did also throw the entire coaching staff down in Chicago multiple times and did so during the regular season as well. Kind of did. I wondered if maybe he took a step back and said, maybe I don't need that guy. Maybe I need someone like Russell Wilson, who I know is going to, at a minimum, be a consummate professional, because I don't know that Justin Fields has displayed that 100%. Again, as evidenced by the multiple times that he threw the coaching staff down directly in front of their face. But from a, a scared sta- uh, standpoint, if you're if you're the Browns, which one are you rooting happens? Are you rooting it's Justin Fields or are you rooting against Russell Wilson? I really don't. Look, man, I really don't really want to. I'm not scared of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson wasn't bad last year. And For he, some reason, people think he was bad. He was not bad last he, year. He was a he, top ten quarterback in a lot of the categories he, we care about. He beat our ass. He beat. He got us. He got us. Well, like, that's the other side of that, though, is that he didn't really. He beat us, yes, and that they won that game. I think he threw for like 125 yards in that game. Yeah. He himself. He had to hit that one big scramble as well yeah, that mattered a ton. Yeah. But he himself didn't light up the world in that game. But he got the win, and he did what Denver asked him to do. They turned him into a game manager of sorts. G. Mm-hmm. And he was able to do that. And he was able to do that at a pretty high level. And, you know, last year, like, when you look at, at the Steelers down the stretch, they found some things out. I was impressed with the way they went and got a, a win in, in Seattle when they needed one. Uh, it, it looks like uh, 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 Najee Harris was playing better. They had a kind of a – I like Warren a lot. Like the other – Jalen Warren, I yeah. like Warren a lot. And uh, they got pickings. So if you can get Russell Wilson to kind of play that role – 
where it's like, okay, let me be the elder statesman. Let me just make not make no mistakes. I think the Steelers are the Steelers. Like, they'll continue to be in the range of 10, 11 wins, and you got to deal with them. But if it was Justin Fields, I think that's much more combustible. I think that's slim. Yeah, I think that's like I can I can imagine right now him and Pickens just yelling at each other on the sidelines. All right, hold that thought. Two one six four seven four to below ninety two. Which scares you the most? If it's Justin Fields or Russell Wilson of Pittsburgh, we're also getting to a Mike Evans conversation as well. Scott Reynolds, the Pewter Report in Tampa Bay, going to join us coming up at eight twenty. It's Jonathan Peter and Garrett Bush with you guys right here on the Fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 